Hi, docs. Welcome to the EntreMD podcast, where it's all about helping amazing physicians just like you embrace entrepreneurship so you can have the freedom to live life and practice medicine on your terms. I'm your host, Dr. Una. Well, hello, hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the EntreMD podcast. As always, we are going to have a blast. And today, we are going to be talking about a millionaire habit, and that habit is reading. And I know, I know, I know, you might be thinking, I think I'm going to skip this episode because I already know this, I'm already reading, and all of that stuff. But I want to invite you to look at this differently, right? And I'll tell you why. There is something called the aroma effect. My husband talks about it a lot. And that is, think about you're in the kitchen, you're cooking this amazing meal, maybe you're making lasagna and all of that stuff, and the whole house smells amazing, and you cooked it. So chances are, when it's time to eat, you don't really want to eat, right? Because you've been smelling the thing whole, the whole time, you've been around it, you, you, know, you walk through the entire process, you probably get more joy out of watching people eat it and enjoy it, right? And you're full. But that is a fake full because you didn't get any nutrition into your body. Your body got zero calories, zero nutrition from your lasagna because you didn't actually eat it, okay? And so that happens to us a lot after we've heard about something for a while. You know, we've heard it and we've heard it and we've heard it. But the question is, are you doing it? Because if you're not doing it, you don't really know it. And you're not going to get any quote unquote nutrition from it, right? So the fact that you know that you should read doesn't make up for the fact that you're not reading, okay? That, that's on one side. On the other side, there are habits that we develop and we become successful with them and then we forget. And it's so sneaky and we don't even realize that we've lost it. So maybe you used to read a book a month or maybe you used to read two books a month and, you know, the pandemic happened or there's a life change or you got a puppy or whatever. And you just find yourself not reading, but it doesn't really dawn on you because you're still saying what you've always said. Like I read two books a month, but if you actually check over the last six months, you have not read two books a month, right? And so on the other hand, I want you to look at it that way. Now, maybe you're listening and you're like, yeah, Dr. Una, that's not me because I am reading and I'm still reading. And I want to invite you to still look at it from this perspective. The people who are ultra successful are not necessarily people who are doing things nobody has done. They are people who become masters at the basics. So think about it. LeBron James, Stephen Curry, Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson. These are, you know, the greatest of all times when it comes to basketball. Now, did they invent a new play per se? No. They're really good at two-pointers or three-pointers or free throws or passing or defense or blocking. Like they're good at the things that everybody has access to. They're masters of the basics. They are masters of the fundamentals. And so if you're doing really well with this and reading has transformed your life, I still want you to listen because 
you want to become a master at the basics. You're going to learn something. You're going to reaffirm what you're going what you already do. You're going to be a little better at it, whichever. So you're going to get something out of this episode. So whoever you are, I want you to go like, yeah, I'm going to lean in all in, and I'm going to listen to this episode and I'm going to walk away with something that's going to change my life. And that's the attitude I want you to listen with. Okay. Okay. So now we are going to look at a review from the EntreMD Method book. I want to read that before we actually go into the episode. And so I have this doctor, Dr. A. Deming, and I really want to give a big shout out. This doctor said, this is an MBA in a book and goes on to say, if you're a physician looking for a change, have a nagging feeling that there is more beyond practicing clinical medicine, or have already started your business, you need this book. It summarizes in a logical way all the key concepts that Dr. Una teaches in her podcast. She speaks from experience and it is true gold. Dr. Damon, thank you so, so much for this review. Absolutely love it. This really helps us get the word out, really validates the word that with the work that we're doing. And I truly appreciate it. So thank you so much for this review. And if you're listening to this and you have not got your copy, entremd.com forward slash book, go get your copy of the book. And if you bought a book, remember we are part of a movement. Go get this for another doctor in your life and change their lives. This is how we change medicine. Remember, we are done complaining. We're done whining. We're done with all of that. Now what we're doing is we are taking the matter into our own hands and we are changing the narrative for physicians. Okay, so get your copy on tramd.com forward slash book. All right, so let's talk about reading, okay? Let's talk about reading. There are people who, not there are people, I was one of those people. When I finished residency, I kind of felt like I've paid my dues. Not like I would never read a book again or anything like that, but I was like, I've paid my dues. So the heavy duty learning and heavy duty improving myself and all that, I was like, I'm done with that. I've been doing that for a decade, over a decade. I've paid my dues. And I think when I started off as as an entrepreneur and realized that I did not have the skills to be an entrepreneur, like I was a seasoned physician and a baby entrepreneur. And I had to go through the process of learning again. I think I was in resistance for a while because I was like, no, I've done all of this. I, I shouldn't have to. And if you're in that spot, I just want to say you can come out of resistance and learning can be fun. It's not quite like medical school, but we do have to do this. There's no way around it, right? There's nothing in medical school that prepared us per se. Like it gave us the work ethic and the attitude and all of that, but there's, it, it didn't give us the know-how. It didn't give us the strategy. It didn't give us any of that, right? And so we do need to embrace that. But so let's look at it. Why did I bring up reading? Something that's so basic. Well, according to CNBC, right, they had an article that they, they wrote and it says, those who read seven or more books per year Seven, that's that's a little more than one every other month, okay? Seven books or more per year are more than 122% more likely to be millionaires as opposed to those who never read or only read one to three. And so if you are an entrepreneur and you're like, I want to make my business better I want to be able to serve more people and generate more revenue, then one of the things that you absolutely 100% need to be embracing 
is reading, okay? And again, I will challenge you to not think of your reading habit based on your intention, but based on your history, okay? So don't, it's easy to go like, yeah, I read two books a month. That's your intention. Have you actually done it, right? And so you look back over the last six months, how many books have I read? How many, right? And have a come to Jesus moment with yourself, okay? All right, so my recommendation is that, you know, I th- I think entrepreneurs should read at least a book a month. It's not a law. It, it, this is my opinion. But I think at least a book a month. If you're a full-time entrepreneur and you're in the early stages of your business, I mean, really be looking at one a week because you're full-time and you have a lot to learn, right? For me, my goal is a, a book a week a book a week. I do a mixture of audiobooks and hardcover books. And the reason why I do that is because audiobooks are great, but it's so easy to get distracted and it's so easy to miss things, you know, where you've listened for a while and you're like, wait, 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 what did he just say? What is he talking about? You know, with the paperback, I literally have to, you know, stop, read, underline, write to-dos, and all of that, like it's, it's workbook style. And so I like to do both, but with the, my constraint on time, I do a mix. So it's about 50% audiobook and 50% physical copy. Right. Okay. So my recommendation would be at least a book, a book a month, barest minimum. Right. I, what I really love is a book a week, but I'm not making that a law. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying read more than you're reading now. And if you're not reading at all, at least a book a month. Okay. And if you have not read the Entree and the Method book, that is a great place to start, but I digress. Okay, so what I want to talk about is how I pick what books I'm going to read. Okay, so how do I pick? There are a gazillion books. How do I pick what books to read? So number one, I pick based on what skill I need. Okay, what skill I need. And so when I was really trying to master productivity, and if you're a newer entrepreneur, working nine to five has this advantage in the sense that you have this time constraint, you have things you're supposed to do in each hour and all of these things. So you tend to stay productive. When you start working for yourself, you have to figure out how to be productive when you're the one creating the work and creating the goals and creating all of that. So how do I stay productive, right? It's it's just a different dynamic. And so when I started dealing with that, that's when I looked for Eat That Frog because Eat That Frog by Brian Tracy, 21 Ways to Overcome Procrastination. Phenomenal book. I still read every year, right? And so that's one book, right? And it helped me with time management and all of those things. I wanted to learn how to set goals. And then he has a book on goal setting. And then after that, I did, I was like, how do I think big, like big? Right. And then one of my mentors, Terry Savelle Foy, she has a book called Imagine Big. Right. And so so I got that book. And it's all about looking for the skills that you need and finding the books that talk about them. Now, I will say this, though, when I'm selecting books, I choose based on authors, not based on titles. Right. So I see people who are living a kind of life I want to live or they're doing something I want to do. And then I read their books. I don't read just based off of title because someone can tell you how to build a million dollar business and they have never made more than two thousand dollars in business. I don't want to read their books. 
because my philosophy is you cannot give what you don't have, right? And so the skills I need, but from the people who are displaying the skill, okay? So does that make sense? Okay, so that's the first one, based on the skills that I need. The second one is based on the mindset shifts that I need, okay? So if there is a mindset shift that I need, then I would read, I would read, look for a book based on that. So for instance, when I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, I had no intention of investing in real estate or doing anything like that. I read that because I wanted to, there's a prescribed way of thinking as a physician and I needed to be able to think outside the box. I needed to understand how people who build businesses and who are investors think and, and all of those kind of things. And so I read that book, not as a how-to book, but as a mindset shift book, right? Like how can I think differently? So that these four quadrants, wow, I didn't know that, right? So, you know, and and, and all of that. So it was, it was for the mindset shift, right? And so I, so I would do things like that. The third way I would pick books is based on the exposure I need. And by that, what I mean is, you know, for me, it's autobiographies. If you followed me, you know, I love autobiographies and I love them because what they do is they kind of open up possibilities that you didn't know existed. It's kind of, think about going to a restaurant and it's a buffet and you could only go to the entire evening. You just went to one section you know, one section of the, you know, the buffet stand and you saw that they had chicken and they had fish and they had all of that. And you just went there, went there a number of times. And then on your way out, you found out there was a completely different section on the other side. And that section had, you know, salads and it had desserts and it had all these things that you wanted, but you had no idea existed. Right. And that's the way our minds are. You know, we see what we've been exposed to, really, that's what we are able to see. And so for me, it, what I do is I read these autobiographies because it opens all these other quote unquote buffet tables. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I did not know that was available. You are kidding. What? She did that? He did that? And I would read that. It doesn't mean I'm going to do what they did, but it's a buffet. So if there's something I like, I take it. If I don't like it, I leave it. You know what I mean? And so I would, I would read a lot of those. One of the ones that I read that I really loved was Undaunted. That is a book by Kara Golden. She's the founder of Hintwater and she tells her whole life story. And it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful story. It normalizes the hardship of entrepreneurship and it opens you up to the possibilities of entrepreneurship. Really good book. Really, really good book. So I read that. And then the fourth thing I would pick would be books that are classics, right? Like, you know, there's Think and Grow Rich, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Richest Man in Babylon, How to Influence, Win Friends and Influence People. Like those are books that are, they're, they're just classics. And so I would read them because they're classics. Okay. So based on skills I need, based on the mindset shifts I need, like mindset shift, I, I even read The Gap in the Gain. It's a really good book. And it's all about, it changes the way you think about where you are in life, right? So you celebrate the gain as opposed to crying about the gap. It's just a beautiful book. So what skills I need, what mindset shifts I need, what exposure I want, and then classics. So that's how I choose. Now, the reason why I'm able to get an ROI, I do not waste my time reading books. 
The reason why I'm able to get a return on investment on every book I read is because my intention is to learn to do. Okay. And so what that means is I don't read to acquire knowledge. We're never going to be able to acquire all the knowledge that's available. There's always going to be more knowledge than we can consume. Think about the number of books out there. There will always be. So the idea is what I do learn, I plan to do. So if you look in my books, the physical copies, you will see a list. It will say to do. And as I'm reading, I would come up, depending on the book, I would come up with three to So seven things that I'm going to do differently because of the book. And once I'm done reading the book, I start implementing. And so every book leaves me different because what's the point of reading a book? Is the the, reading a book, that's not the end in itself. You're reading the book to get better or to think better or to discover something you didn't know before, right? And so it should lead you to action. That's how you get a return on investment. So read to learn, to do, read, to learn, to do, read, to learn, to do. Okay. So what I want you to do today, I want you to start reading. So first of all, you're going to decide what's my cadence, right? How many books am I going to read a month? And don't set an impossible goal, set a stretch goal, right? And so if you're not reading at all, one book a month is a stretch goal. If you are reading a book a month, then two or three is a stretch goal, but seven books a month, that's an impossible goal, right? So set a stretch goal and you know, make a list of the books you're going to read. If you're like, I would love suggestions, you can, if you're a part of the EntreMD Facebook group, you can post it there and say, hey, what are you guys reading and why, right? And then that could be your buffet and you can choose. And, you know, make that list and then start reading. But learn, read to learn to do. Read to learn to do, okay? And if you do this, then imagine what could happen. If you read a book a month, And from each book, you pull out three things that you're going to do differently. That is 15 changes just from reading over the next 12 months. It will dramatically change your life. Dramatically. The things that create dramatic change in our lives are not the big things. Sometimes they're the little things done intentionally and consistently. Okay. So welcome to this millionaire habit that you are going to absolutely nail And I will show up with the next habit on a different episode. So share this episode with the doctors in your life. Of course, we've been lied to and told that we shouldn't be talking about money. We shouldn't be concerned about money. We shouldn't build profitable businesses, to which I say everybody in healthcare is making money. This is an economic system. I can serve and earn. When I earn, it doesn't mean I'm not serving. I can do both. Okay. And so if anybody should be millionaires, physicians should be millionaires. So share this with another doctor in your life. And I will see you on the next episode of the EntreMD podcast. Hey, if you love listening to the EntreMD podcast, I want to invite you to join EntreMD On Demand. It is my signature subscription program that gives you access to a library of business courses designed to help you do one thing as a physician entrepreneur, and that is to thrive. Just head out to entreamd.com forward slash on demand. And I love to have you join us. See you on the inside.